Welcome to the Natural Show today. This is Ignacio Valdez, uh, brought to you by Fate Ravens Media and the Path for Utah. This is show is also sponsored by Brixton Potato and SolidifyWeb.com. Let's build a website for you today. Um, well, this uh, show is uh, going to be super interesting, and uh, we are bringing a couple of individuals that I respect a lot, and uh, we really hope to to bring really good information today uh, uh, to all of you. And I'm super honored and super happy to, to have these two people, um, <clears throat> uh, Grace and Javier. Uh, and I will go ahead and have them intro introduce themselves here in just a few. Um, uh, but I just wanted to let you know that, guys, we really... God, there's so much to do and there's so much to say about what exactly is going on in our country. And uh, uh, I tell you, um, it's just... Uh, uh, not even fun uh, what, what our administration is doing and uh, we are here to fight it and we're we're here to uh, make things better and uh, just to preach this uh, um, fantastic way of being which is conservatism um, we we preach about keeping our families together and uh, uh, also uh, bring out good politics, because uh, if you have a good politics in your country, then you will be able to uh, have a fantastic life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, which is uh, what we all come for, here for, right? So I do have the two individuals that will help me today, and uh, I am so happy to have them. Very honored. I'm going to have <clears throat> Grace Melendez. Uh, she's uh, from Monterrey, Mexico, which which, uh, which is where I where I am from, and uh, <clears throat> uh, Rayados fan as well. Excuse me, sorry, I have to say that because uh, I'm a Rayados fan as well. <laughs> and then I, I have uh, Javier Contreras uh, also, and I would like uh, I would like to have uh, ladies first. Uh, we're gonna have her introduce herself uh, for just a little bit, and then Javier Contreras, and uh, we'll go ahead and jump into. A, um, a really good topic that everybody talks about. You know, whenever I go into all of those um, uh, Congress meetings uh, or uh, whenever uh, the House of Representatives has their town hall meetings uh, here in town, then uh, everybody wants to talk about immigration. Uh, everybody's so... Um, uh, I, I think I'm going to say the word obsessed with immigration here in the U.S. Uh, but in this case, we're going to hear from two fantastic people about immigration, and they are from Mexico. And uh, we're going to hear their opinions and their positions in regards to that. So, Grace, go ahead and introduce yourself. We would like everybody to, to get to know you. Hello, everyone. This is Grace Melendez. Thank you, Ignacio, for the invitation. And thank you, Brian, also for having us here. Um, I'm very happy to, to be able to speak to, today because I think it's really important to have both sides of the, of the immigration uh, subject, right? And um, being from Mexico, it will give you, give you a better perspective of what, of what we go through from this side of, of the border. So thank you for having us here. Fantastic. All right, Javier. Hello, well, um, thank you, Matthew, for the invitation. 
So I'm really happy to be with you, with you. also with, with Grace, that is a great friend of mine. Um, well, I'm Javier Contreras. I'm a Mexican lawyer. I live in Guadalajara. I have worked in immigration offices in Mexico, but also as an immigration lawyer and an activist. So um, I think it is really important to, to have this dialogue to, to talk about what is happening from one another side of the border with this crisis, because we are living a crisis in both places of the border. No? And, and I think it's really important because our lives are, 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 are in, in danger. And, and we need to to discuss this in a more deeply way. And as you say, no, uh, so, uh, it, it appears to be that people is obsessed with immigration. When it, but when it happens to to construct a really solid uh, immigration policy that really helps everybody, uh, they don't see that obsessive. No, like they only want to use it in the discussion, like in the in the programs. They only have to want to like send the tweet, but they don't want to to take the pencil and to check the numbers, check the facts. And I think that's why we need to talk about this. All right, that, I, that is fantastic. And you know what, you mentioned something super important and you know, immigration, is a it, it's, a pol it's more of a political, political topic than it is uh, something that should be important. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I have been in the U.S. here since 2003, and uh, and and I'm a well, I was born in Mexico, Monterey, Mexico, and everything like that. But I, I adopted uh, the American culture as mine, and I consider myself an American, even though I, you know, I'm, I'm from Mexico and everything like that. But that's just another story for for another show. <laughs> And it could be kind of like a two two hour show or something like that. But anyway, so uh, immigration has been um, a point of uh, attracting uh, attracting voters, um, and and there's a huge difference in in between really seeing immigration for what it is, uh, an issue that can definitely be resolved. And I'm telling you, if if immigration would have not been a political uh, if, if, if it would not be political, then I would I would think that immigration issues would have been resolved, uh, and uh, that's super important to to definitely know that. Now I have a couple of questions, and I'm going to start with you, Javier. Um, <clears throat> you that you are a lawyer. Uh, you practice the law down in Mexico, and I think that, that is fantastic that you are here. And uh, you will, uh, uh, our listeners will will definitely would love to hear what you have to say in regards to this. I'm going to ask you this very very direct: Is it important to have immigration laws? Oh, of course it is. Of course it is because um, the problem with you know our globalization um, dynamics is that we have uh, changed or, or make a, a huge revolution of how we interact, not only with other uh, products or services, but with other people. And that's great and that's amazing. I'm of the, of the opinion that we should encourage that. But we also need to understand that we formulate our idea of the state 
or idea of government or idea of the law in a vision that wasn't not as interconnected as we are today. So we mm-hmm. need to have a migratory regular or regulation or a, a, a system that can make us to help these transitions, you know? Mm-hmm. So because when, when we take that out, we open a door for organized crime, for a lot of things that put, it, put in risk the life of mm-hmm. the people that want to move. So I think that's very important. But I think one of the most important questions to begin is what does it mean to solve immigration issues? If we think solve immigration issues is to end immigration, we are being like in, 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 in ingenuity. We are, we are like mm-hmm. having an, an illusion. We are never going to, to end immigration because immigration is a natural thing of humanity. Like we are always moving. What we need to solve is that when people decide to move, they can have a legal and a, a, a defined way to do it. And we can have clear criteria and, 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 and procedures so what people can migrate for the, for, for the illicit or the legal reasons, you know? So that's what we don't have. And 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 okay. you see in the U.S. that you are like complaining a lot with this, with with your immigration uh, regulations. But in Mexico, in El Salvador, in Guatemala, we don't have half of that. So that's the beginning of the problem. That you are leaving the consequences of uh, public policy that has uh, that is like in half or like like um, really incomplete in Mexico. So mm-hmm. that's why you leave that that issues in the U.S. I think you mentioned something super important, and uh, um, you mentioned something that <clears throat> the fact that uh, in South America they they do not have or they do not enforce their laws uh, as good as they should. Is that what you mean? I'm talking about the uh, not only the immigration laws, but the causes mm-hmm. of migration. You know, because okay. I'm of the opinion that people that that move have their solid uh, uh, their solid uh, reasons to do it no mm-hmm. but if the origin country is not working for helping them to cover the most urgent necessities of his life and security and all of that uh, it broke it breaks also the the, the 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 relationship with other countries because that mm-hmm. produces a, a really tenuous relation well, because you have a lot of people that need to have better conditions mm-hmm. of life, and you have the responsibility to do that, and you are not taking care of that. So that that is part of the of the measure. And um, I think we need to have like a very human point of view of this. Mm-hmm. But this very human point of view of what causes migration needs mm-hmm. to be enforced with making serious public policies. Uh-huh. About helping immigrants in their own countries, no, and that's something we are like uh, we are doing a lot of complaining in Mexico. Like, hey, take this seriously. Like, you only go yeah. and make like these activities in the U.S. saying take care of the immigrants, and I think that it's not bad. But uh, but you are like a very hypocritical government because you in Mexico, where you have the opportunity to take care of the population, you don't <laughs> you don't take care. You like you you know like you didn't matter. So. So be be um, consequential, like like be coherent. 
Uh-huh. Okay, you, you, so you're thinking about that governments should be more proactive as far as uh, taking care of uh, the immigration issues uh, in, in their own countries. Yeah. Okay, great. That takes me to, to the next question, and <clears throat> and I'm, I'm going to have a Grace to answer this. Uh, uh, Grace is super smart, and, and I, I admire her for what she is and everything. And uh, so, so, Grace, how, uh, is it important for a country to be sovereign? To be what, sorry? So is, is it important for a country to be sovereign, to, to have their own laws, to oh, yes. have uh, to have their their own, um, is, is, is so that, that other countries would respect that yes. country? Yes, yes, to, to be able to, um, to apply their own laws, right? And to be able to just govern over their own country and protect <clears throat> their citizens. That's what sovereign means, right? Okay, uh -huh. well, yes, of course, it's part of our constitution. It's part of our own identity as a country. Um, mm -hmm. But we need to admit that the United States has always been like the big brother of, mm -hmm. of everyone, you know, and <laughs> um, they usually take part in important worldwide issues. And um, they can be also part of the solution for a lot of the, the mm -hmm. immigrants, like Javier was saying. Um, uh, and that's this is just a personal thought of me. You know, we um, in Mexico, in every corner, we see a lot of immigrants from Guatemala, from Honduras, from Venezuela. And um, when I look at them begging for food in, in the corner, you know, because they are not able to work in our country. So when, when I look at them, I think that most of them are hardworking people. Mm -hmm. And they used to be professionals in their careers at home. And they used to have, you know, just a family and everything. And then they are seeking for new, better opportunities. And I'm mm -hmm. sure that some of them have even um, seek for these opportunities doing the right procedure. Like they have tried to get a visa. They have tried to, to do it a, the right way. And it has been denied to them. But mm -hmm. their problems at home because of insecurity, because of um, lack of work or lack of employment, and because um, they need to feed their families, they are obligated to migrate, right? And, um, so I don't, I don't see immigrants as just uh, someone that want to take advantage of, of other countries or that want to mm -hmm. be over the rules of other countries. I see mm -hmm. people that they need to find solutions for their own and for their families, right? So yes, it is important that a country uh, is able to apply their own laws, but we also need mm -hmm. to um, understand that we are all part of the same world, in the end mm -hmm. and Javier and I we um, really fight for human rights and that's what we are looking at and that's what we are striving for you know to protect mm -hmm. the human rights of immigrants here and, and that is that's fantastic I think I definitely brought the perfect people uh, for <laughs> for this show um, <clears throat> it, and like I said this uh, uh, immigration thing has been po politicized uh, a lot I, I don't know uh, how the immigration issue is in Mexico, uh, obviously, because you know it's a you know different culture, you know it's a different mentality and uh, different everything. But uh, hearing Javier and hearing you um, talking about that we, you know, each country. I mean, regardless if it's the U.S., forget about the U.S. You know, for a second, okay. Um, regardless of 
uh, of country, uh, who they are, Japan, Afghanistan, you know, you name it. They should have also their their laws, their immigration laws, and they should uh, be responsible and they should have their own sovereignty. Uh, I don't know, Brian, did I say the right word right there? Sovereignty? Yes. Um, of enforcing their laws and uh, encouraging their people to live uh, to live according to what they uh, what they said as far as law is concerned, and also make everybody else aware outside of their country that if you come to this country, then you have to do it in a certain way. Do you guys agree with that? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think the, the, there has been a lot of misunderstanding about this topic, no? And um, it's part of the politicization you are talking about. So um, even the Human Declaration of Human Rights, that is the one that proclaims the, the human right of mobility, you know, that says that each of us has the, the right to, to move from one place to another. It also says that the countries have the, have the faculty or the right to establish their laws and procedures for making it happen, because we're not all, only taking, uh, talking about the human rights dimension. We are also uh, talking about another, another dimension that are also involved, not like security, mm-hmm. like uh, financial order, and there are a lot of, uh, of areas of the law that are also involved. So that that is not bad, and I think it's really important that everybody knows that to the place you go, there are certain rules that you need to obey. Uh, and that's not, and that's important. No? I think I do think that we, if we take out like this highly politicized um, um, point of view uh, that we have on immigration, we can't talk about this idea of following with the rules or applying the rules to every, every person mm-hmm. and uh, in, in a in a more critical way. You know, mm-hmm. like for example, uh, we have different ways of interpreting. Uh, trespassing you know, these these kind mm-hmm. of uh, rules in, in, in immigratory rules in Mexico than in the U.S. No, for example, in Mexico, uh, uh, the immigratory status is not like committing a crime. It's only like an administrative mm-hmm. thing. It's like if I went out, if I go out to with my car and I don't have my license, you know. So that's bad. That is not right. Uh-huh. It's not a crime. So that's like the way we Mexicans decided we want to treat immigration. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the way we want to uh, to to treat it, like it's an administrative way. So in this in this kind of uh, of view, in this vision of immigration, uh-huh. we're not talking about something someone that is illegal. We're not talking that someone has an administrative uh, tramitation that is pendant, no, that has not been uh-huh. done. So it's a really different way of of viewing immigration that from the U.S. And that's really important to discuss, uh-huh. no. But now, if we uh, if we don't like put our eyes in these like little letters, that's why we get so confused and that that, that these kind of dynamics that, that are trending to polarize, no, that mm-hmm. uh, doesn't let us work in the things that can work with immigrants. So, yeah. so it I distracts think it's really a lot. To, yeah, we need to re- to redefine to to reconsider the value of the constitution in Mexico and the U.S. We need to revalue the value of the law and why we need to enforce it because that's the problem I see. I, I'm going to solve it with 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 activism right now. Um, we're yeah, I know helping other people gets you tired, 
of of trying to do it like in the legal way, like in a in, in this like um, legal approach. But that's the way we need to choose because that's the way of peace. Mm-hmm. So we need to do this dialogue from the law, from the institutions, because that's the thing that is going to guarantee that is going to be like in a in a long term result. The best example of this is the caravan, the the, the migrant caravans in Mexico. Like mm-hmm. were an, an, an organized uh, movement that was promoted by not keeping the law, like trying to boycott the Mexican government, and it broke a lot of things that we were trying to to build from the activism and from the human rights defense. And we can hear a lot of human of uh, uh, human rights defenders from the shelters that were complaining that, hey, we're trying to tell you, don't do this way, because you are, you are only going to tense things. You are only going to make that reaction from the U.S. that is going mm-hmm. to close a lot of things. And that's the consequence. Like the, yeah. the shelters in Mexico, the, the, the use of the military, the use of the, the, the National Guard was because these people, in an irresponsible way, forced like to try to make this uh, pressure on the government uh, instead of trying to build the confidence and trying to change things from the institutional way. Um, and so this okay. is a really delicate issue. Yeah. The, uh, that, uh, how long have you been an activist on, on doing this? Uh, I've been working in immigration things for about five years. Uh huh. Nice. That is fantastic. You know, I I do I do agree with you one hundred percent about what you just said, and and I think uh, our perception of that I, I align with that a, a lot, um, and uh, I, I definitely appreciate that because. Um, we need to uh, uh, we need to understand, and and that's what we're, what we're also fighting here for. Um, here in the U.S., yes, there's some there's some misconception um, as far as immigration is concerned. Okay, so us conservatives, uh, uh, us in the Republican Party, we do talk about if you come, we don't mind if you come to the United States. It's totally fine. And I'm telling you, I go to Republican assemblies and I'm pretty much like the, I'm the minority there. And everybody talks to me, hey, how you do? You know, everybody just says hi to me and everything. I'm like, they're so happy to see me. And the people that I've talked to, you know, entrepreneurs and, and, and people in general, and I, I ask them, so, hey, well, what do you think about immigration? I'm like, let them come here. As long as they are here the right way, because if you if you do it the right way, then you're going to be safe, right? You're not going to have any problems uh, with the law and everything like that. Uh, everything's going to be fine with you. But if you if you come here uh, the wrong way, then I'm going to have problems with the IRS, or you know, or I'm going to have problems with the government, things like that. So what liberals? And I'm saying U.S. liberals, not you know. Uh, for, for me, for me, U.S. speaking, culturally speaking, for me to for me, you are a libertarian, okay? Because libertarians uh, do have the same uh, the same thought as as uh, what you have, and I do align uh, uh, you know quite a bit with that as well. Um, a liberal or a leftist, I'm going to say. Uh, uh, okay, and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about that here and uh, when we come back uh, from from the break. And uh, the many things <laughs> that are going to be coming out of here. 
And uh, um, we will go ahead and do this after uh, the break. And uh, remember, this is the Nacho Show brought to you by Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah. Welcome back to the Nature Show, brought to you by Fed Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah. Uh, this show is also sponsored by Brixton Potato and Solidify Web. Let's build the website for you today. All right, I just wanted to do, to give a, a huge shout out to uh, my friend, uh, my friend Jamie. Uh, she is uh, uh, the one that allowed uh, actually me to have this uh, space uh, in the Path Forward Utah. The Path Forward Utah is a, a small organization, uh, and uh, we're trying to uh, to bring. Uh, uh, conservatism to everybody that listen to our podcasts and uh, i'm super excited uh, to have uh, all of you listen to us um, my show usually is every other thursday at 10 a.m mountain standard time uh, here in utah i'm actually in ogden utah and uh, uh, most of uh, uh, the podcasters are also here in in ogden um, <clears throat> jamie does have her show uh, also we have um uh, Ryan Woods, um, and I'm going to tell you something pretty interesting. I don't know if have you guys ever met a uh, um, uh, an LGBT guy being a conservative, because you know you you always think that yeah, the LGBT movement they have you know these uh, liberals, you know uh, these leftists uh, being part of that, but this guy's not. This guy is uh, definitely. A conservative, uh, you know, politically speaking, I should say, and he's fantastic. And I definitely will uh, encourage you to listen to his uh, uh, to his podcast. And we also have Pastor uh, James. Uh, he is a fantastic. He used to be a football player, and also a Bob McEntee. Uh, Bob McEntee is a really good friend of mine, uh, Air Force veteran. Uh, he's done fantastic things uh, for uh, our country and our state. And I, I deeply, um, I am super honored to to have him in, in our podcasts um, every week. Uh, also, Dr. Marcy Green, uh, she is a psychologist and uh, she does a fantastic job at um, in her show. So. I'm super grateful to uh, to have them here and be part of this great movement. And uh, yeah, Javier and Grace, I mean, it's something, uh, you know, uh, what you guys do in Mexico, uh, it's uh, super similar to what we do here in the U.S. Um, you know, we're trying to uh, <clears throat> expel that uh, energy, uh, you know, from out of us um, uh, in order to proclaim conservatism and, and order. And, and I, I love it how you say it. You know, we need to have uh, loss because uh, loss and, 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 and this is our belief. And uh, I don't know. Please let me know if I'm uh, wrong or not. But loss come from God. You know, we all are sons and daughters of him. And uh, in and the universe moves around by laws. And every single time that it's 7 a.m., the sun has its own position, right? So every single time the universe obeys those laws, 
in order for the world to work the right way. Does that make sense? So this is the same thing. So if we do have laws, we do have order. Now, we're talking about immigration, okay? And uh, uh, super, super, super important about the misconceptions about this. Uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, these uh, caravan uh, migrants, uh, th these people coming from South America, uh, going through Mexico and uh, getting into the border of the U.S. Uh, and Mexico uh, caused a, a, a lot of struggles, though, uh, economically and also in, in our society. And, and now uh, a lot of people are paying consequences about this. And I feel really bad about what's going on. You know, my mom, she's still in Monterrey. Uh, and uh, she talks to me about how, and, and well, I also watch the news, uh, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, that uh, this uh, person from uh, Honduras or Guatemala broke into this house and got killed or uh, this these people with um, South American accent uh, uh, killed somebody else and things like that. So there's a little chaos. Um, in the, a lot of chaos, I, I would say. You know what? So so now, I'm, I'm, you were mentioning about how the Democrats, they, they do not have any control or foundation on, on their ideas and what they want to do. Does that make sense? And, and the problem that we're having here in the U.S. is that a lot of people that, that are from California, they're moving into other states that are conservative. And, and us, not to brag about us, but um, if, if you have a Republican uh, governor, obviously, really, really Republican, because our government, well, th that's another story for another show. Um, uh, the Republicans, they, they they love to take care of the economics, all right, of, of the land. Uh, they care more about the laws. Uh, they care more about uh, good policies that allows the people to be free, all right? So now Democrats, on the other hand, is like, I'm going to take care of everybody, and everybody will uh, will have money. And, and but they don't think further about that. Like for example, right now, uh, right now, Joe Biden's administration's like we're gonna have we're gonna give you guys a check for eight hundred dollars a month. And and I'm telling you because I have received it. Do I want it? No, I don't want it. I don't need it. I have a job. You know, my wife has a job. But Joe Biden's like, yeah, I'm going to give you this money. And, and, and you, you, you think, okay, yeah, nice. I'm going to have $800 a month. <laughs> That's really cool. But where is this money coming from? Do you, do you think about that? Where is this money coming from? So, yes, it does come from our own pockets, from taxes. And that actually... It hurts the economy a lot because we're going to have to pay that money back. Our children will have to pay that money back. And the inflation is what right now it's going up. Uh, I don't know, Brian, please correct me if I'm wrong. It's uh, 
uh, it's a very high percentage that the inflation is going up right now because the government is is printing so much money. And it, it seems that our the Democrats, or, or, or I'm gonna say leftists, they want to they want to keep us uh they can they want to keep us shot, they want to keep us poor. Yes, sure, you know, that's that's how the Democrats are. They don't have a they don't have a foundation and they bring up their ideas, but they don't think about the consequences of those ideas that, that they have. Yes, I mean it's nice to have uh you know a dialogue and interchange ideas and everything like that, but Come on, man. I mean, it, anyway, so we're going to talk about something uh, that really <laughs> made me made me super upset and at the same time made me laugh like crazy. Kamala Harris. Yes. All right. Fine. You know, she, she's a woman and uh, she's a vice president. Sure. Good for you. Good for you. All right. It's the first time that we have a woman as a vice president. Fantastic. You know, but I mean, what you did to get there, I really, <laughs> nobody else wants to know, but I think they should know. But I'm not going to go into that detail yet. Kamala Harris and the Democrat Party usually say, all right, well, we're going to have open borders. We, we're going to allow everybody to come to the U.S., and uh, also an, another thing in speaking about laws, um, do you think it's appropriate for somebody to vote with an ID? Is it important, Javier, Grace? What do you guys think? So if you're going to vote, do you have to do you have to show your ID? Yes, sure. And um, if I may step in, I'm going to go back a little of what you were saying. Uh, first of all, maybe some of the ones that are listening to your program do not know a lot about the politics in Mexico, right? Uh -huh. um, we don't have two parties. We have just, I don't know, a bunch of parties, 10 or maybe <laughs> more. And um, But we do have our own politics, and some of them might be a little liberal, and some of them might be a little conservative. And it mm -hmm. doesn't depend on the party that we follow, right? Mm -hmm. For example, we do have um, a president, a current president that was offering a lot of what you were saying, just like free money and and just offering um, stop with poverty and all that, right? In my opinion, it does not have a lot to do with um, our immigration problem. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's not a matter of giving out money without order right is uh immigration comes far beyond from that we need to secure borders but we also need to offer um effective migration programs it comes to mind for example canada canada has like uh, a program where they have a list of careers that they are like okay if you have this career you can apply to our immigration program and come legally And then they uh, ask you to fill some requirements and you follow a procedure and you are welcome to Canada with all the opportunities of the Canadians, right? You can work and you can have your family and all that. That is not happening between U.S. and Mexico. That is not happening between Mexico and the rest of the countries. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, yes, uh, there is chaos, but there is chaos because a lot of the human rights are being broken in between. 
because we don't have effective immigration problems. And like Javier was uh -huh. saying, we are just like, okay, let's close the borders. Um, also talking about money and one of the worries of the Republicans you were saying, and I think money is a worry of everyone, but um, talking about money, for example, uh, right now we have the COVID pandemic. Uh -huh. And um, well, you live in Monterey and we are used to go to the border like every weekend or every uh -huh. month and um, buy our groceries, buy our clothes and everything. We haven't been able to do this for more than um, 12, 14 months now. Wow. Why? Because of the COVID pandemic. And um, to be honest, to me, it sounds like more like an excuse. What I hear from people in Laredo yeah. is that they are closing out their business. Um, the mall broke down. Uh, a lot of the people that used to live from the tourists, they are closing down their, their business and, and they are, you know, um, suffering a lot on their economics. So what I'm mm -hmm. saying is, again, it's not a matter of an immigration legal or illegal problem. Mm -hmm. It's more a matter of the programs that are not being um, properly enforced. Someone who is in charge of the immigration in the mm -hmm. U.S. needs to fully immerse in the needs and what really needs to be solved instead of only saying like, do not come. And I know that you are going to this part, right? Right. Uh, it's not only about not coming to my country. It's like, okay, you want to come, let's do it the right way, but I'm uh -huh. going to offer you, because um, something else I want to say here also, for example, to request for a visa to the U.S., uh, let's say that you want to do it the right way, and then you want to request a tourist visa, not a working visa, and mm -hmm. it costs you around $350 to do this, uh -huh. and, and you're all excited, and you get all your paperwork, and you have you know everything that you need, and you think they're going to say yes, and then you go, and they say no, but they don't give mm -hmm. you your $350 back, <laughs> yeah. and, so, and, and it's for each of the plants, right? Yeah. So you're losing you know, all your investment and and you're like okay i want to do it the right way but you're not letting me to yeah so i need to find another way because my problem is not solved right yeah oh, i will also my, yeah. i don't know but, uh, i'm really interested in, the, in your question uh, i think the approach of race was really important starting by by telling you that we don't have the bipartisanism you have in the u.s and that changes a lot of things you know, mm -hmm. I, there are a lot of things that I love of bipartisanism because it helps you to have like these uh, ideological um, pre presence of important values because I do uh -huh. things that are good things for the Democrats that are fighting and are really good things that the Republicans fight for. So the idea of having them struggling eternally in the Congress for like trying to achieve the better policies is something mm -hmm. like romantic, very romantic you know, in the political yeah. vision. But you also like uh, it also doesn't help with these kind of problems like the immigration in, in the in the immigratory topic. We have good things of the Republican side and good things from the Democrat side, and this uh, polarization, this permanent polarization, doesn't help it. No, mm -hmm. so. So I I would I would like like to to make like this like a statement no like say I think we do need like to 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 t to tell the Democrats hey put your foot in the in the in the ground like uh, we do need to con to build this better immigratory policy and it's not going to happen from one day to another and also mm -hmm. to call make a call for empathy for for people from the Republican sure. side no uh, but sure. also, the, this thing I think is very important. Uh, what you're calling about the 
what, what, how we need to, to see the, the issue of immigration in the U.S. I, I want to tell you, in Mexico, it's really interesting. Um, and it's funny because the largest number of irregular immigrants in Mexico is from the U.S. Uh, and we have a lot of people from the U.S. that live in an irregular way. And they do a lot of politic life in Mexico because we have a lot of uh, U.S. communities in Jalisco, in Guanajuato, in Zacatecas, in Michoacán. So like they're almost only U.S. and Canadian people. But mm -hmm. how we uh, we approach to each other has been like I think it's a really interesting experience that neither one of the neither the two governments neither the U.S. and the Mexican government have like really studied like in a serious way. Yeah. So we have people in San Miguel de Allende, in Ajijic, in Puerto Vallarta, like they are really participative in and do a lot of things for the community. They they bring a lot of investment to the communities and like they take the role, no? And I think that's really interesting. So in Mexico, we have a concept that is not citizen participation. We call it social participation. Like there is a way to involve in politics that is not only like in the voting, no? So I think we need to understand that in the, in the world we live, there is inevitable, like it is going to happen, no? People need mm -hmm. to, to involve in their in the political issues. But I also think it is important like to have this order you're calling for, no? For example, in an election. Yeah, you, you need to have like these uh, electoral uh, numbers like uh, and identify who is voting because it calls for a lot of things for, for healthy Democrats, uh, uh, healthy democracies, no? So, so uh, another, uh, one, one more time, no? I think this call is for, for understanding the importance of having law and having an order. Don't, do not burn it all. For, for a claim of hospitality, but mm -hmm. yeah, to, to re-examine or to re-study uh, the way people can access to these public policies. No? And one mm -hmm. thing Grace said that uh, it, it triggers me, from mm -hmm. Mexico, pe Mexican people to the US, it's really difficult to get a visa. But from mm -hmm. people from El Salvador to Mexico, it's way too more difficult. It's super difficult. Like I, I have a master's degree. I have my own law firm. And if I lived in El Salvador and I wanted to be a tourist in Mexico, I couldn't afford the visa because oh, wow. I don't have the investment conditions and the financial conditions to have this visa. So there is, for example, one problem that, and that's something I, I, I really like, uh, really firmly proclaim to the Mexican government. Mm -hmm. You are calling the U.S. to be more flexible and you do not change your own visas uh, policies. So if we were more like uh, empathic also, and we change our vision, because we are way too more close than the US with the, with the Central American people to get to a regular status. If we change that, I think we could do a lot to do in, in this transition for both governments, no? And what, mm -hmm. that's one of the things I think nobody's talking about. And, and that's that's when you mentioned something super interesting. It, like like I said, back in the day, the immigration issue was not as politicized as it is right now. So if if that would have not exist, and and that's that's a dream that we all have, and I count myself in this. If immigration would have not been politicized, then these type of issues that Grace was talking about. And, and and I I do feel bad 
because yeah, I mean, you're trying to get uh, you're trying to get in here the right way, and you know, and and I'm glad that we're mentioning this, and because it's you know this show is a, you know for conservatives, you're trying to do it the right way, and now you're turning me down. Uh, since you're, I mean, okay, hold on one second. This doesn't click, you know, and it's very ironic and it, it is very hurtful for them. So, and I also agree with you on the fact that, yeah, we need to, you know, our laws need to be more humanized, you know, and I've, I've heard, I've heard a, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, because I'm in the entrepreneurial world myself, and uh, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that want to start businesses and they want to uh, be able to, uh, enjoy uh, the benefits and the liberties of capitalism here in the U.S., but then they allow them to be here in the U.S. for like three, six months or something like that, and then they have to go back. Or they just, you know, they want to go to Harvard or they want to go to just a X university or whatever, uh, but then they only allow them to be one year, uh, finish what you got to do, and then go back. Um you know, uh, I, you know, things have to have to really, and, and and that's our broken system. We have a broken system here in the U.S. And not because I'm a Republican, I'm going to defend defend every single thing that's that Republicans do. Okay, I I do agree with their platform. I, I would say like ninety percent or eighty nine point nine percent or something like that, but. Um, because it aligns with uh, aligns with my beliefs and what I grew up with, you know, uh, the belief in God, uh, free market and capitalism, uh, you know, law and order and everything like that. Um, but then you guys, I, I would invite you to read uh, each platforms and, and, you know, later on, you can come back to me and, and tell me what you think. I will be super interested about you know, learning your positions on that. So my my thing is that, okay, well, uh, Kamala Harris said, you know, it's like, it is inhumane, inhumane what Donald Trump is doing, keeping these children and families separated down at the border. And uh, this is inhumane. And uh, they should be coming here freely. And we should allow them to have all these things and everything like that. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's your position, you know, whatever. But then she comes in her administration with the slow Joe. And then she's like, to all the Guatemalans that want to come to the U.S.-Mexico border, please don't come. Please don't come. So it sounds super ironic to me. And like I said before, you know, I laugh about it because, okay, all right, so you are pro uh, you're a liberal, you're a leftist, and you want everybody to come here, you know, just freely without any laws or anything like that. But now you're saying, don't come, we are enforcing our laws. We're going to discuss that in, in our next segment, uh, you know, when we come back. Uh, I don't know, it's, a, it's very intriguing to me, um, you know, what the, uh, the Democrat Party is, is doing. And, uh, and like I said, you know, it, uh, me at the personal level, it, it really, it, it's definitely hurting a, a lot. 
um, and I, I feel for, for those people. Now, we do have an immigration system, but if the immigration system does not allow people to come the right way, they're going to come the and it's also hurtful in the society because they have to walk a lot, they have to jump a fence, they have to go through the desert. Being God. This, is, this, is, this is the Nacho Show brought to you by Rave, uh, Fed Ravens Media and the Pod Forward Utah. We'll be right back. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, we definitely would love to uh, listen to us uh, every week on the Pod Forward Utah. And uh, it's uh, definitely fantastic to have all these people here with us. And uh, uh, we will be right back. Let's go on a break. And remember, this is the Nacho Show brought to you by Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah. Mm-hmm. 